What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Essential 11. As always, brought to you by Acton Academy, Acton Academy Placer, and Apogee Strong. Don't forget to check out our friends over at discoverpraxis.com as well. Uh, speaking of Apogee Strong, we have the 501c3 officially set up. So if you are looking for a way uh, to donate to a great cause uh, and furthering uh, good men pouring into our young men and building up leaders, man, let me know. Shoot me an email, matt at apogeestrong.com, and I would love to chat with you about that. Uh, today's guest on the Essential 11 uh, was also an Apogee call and uh, really an easy introduction here. This is A-list superstar actor Frank Grillo. Uh, not much else I need to say about that. The man's been in multiple movies, multiple TV series, uh, and more importantly, as always, uh, we brought him on because he is a good human being. Uh, he's a dad uh, raising three boys, and he really pours into the young men here. It was an absolute honor and pleasure, and you are going to love this chat with Mr. Frank Grillo. Mr. Grillo, dude, you are a rock star. Thank you, brother, for jumping on with all these young studs. Yeah, man, I got three sons, so anything I can do for young gentlemen... Yeah. Dude, I'm here. That's awesome, man. Such a big deal, brother. We've got uh, you and I got a couple mutual friends, and Brian Callen, of course, being one, right? And and Brian, you know, when I was talking to him, he's like, I'll tell you what, man, what you guys are doing with these young men, um, Frank, you know, I know you know he's a phenomenal actor, phenomenal athlete, all those things. More importantly, he's a phenomenal dad. He's a phenomenal guy, right? And that's that's it, man. That's what's important right here, brother. So thank you for taking the time pouring in. Just to give you context, you know, we got these young men from from all over the world. Uh, Timmy Kennedy, you know Tim Kennedy, the uh, UFC legend. So Tim and I put this program together, and uh, we got these young guys from all over the world, man, that are uh, committing to a year-long program. They're taking on projects, challenges, uh, workouts. They're just committed to being the leaders that society needs, and they get to connect with phenomenal guys like you and just learn what it means to be a good man. Yeah, that's that's great, and I think it's important, and it's what I try to instill in my sons. Um, because I think the younger generations, not just their generations, but, uh, um, you know, need to be led and guided by men, you know, and, and, uh, I think it's important that, that, uh, you know, they understand their responsibility as men. Yes, sir. Uh, Yes, sir. Did is that something that that your folks and I'm just going to ask a couple questions because these guys will have better questions than than I do um, all the time. But is that something that that your parents? I knew you grew up in the on the East Coast, and is that something that they instilled early on in you as well? You know, I wish I could say yes, brother. But uh, I had parents who had me at a very young age. Um, you know, basically from immigrant families and uh, they didn't kind of instill very much in me because they were trying to keep, keep uh, ends meeting, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, so it, at a young age, I was involved in sports and athletics at a very, very young age. And I think I just found role models mm. that I, and, uh, and I kept that going and I continue to, I still at my age, I still find role models. They're not necessarily older than me either. Sure. Who, uh, who I go, oh, yeah. I mean, they, they're doing something special, and uh, I need to be doing more of that. You I, know? I love that, man. Who do you – so who do you kind of look at? It's obviously, you know, from a fitness standpoint, I know martial arts has been a big part, so I imagine there's some guys kind of in that in that martial arts realm. But who are some of the guys that you're kind of kind of watching, kind of paying attention to that you, that you kind of like what they're doing? 
You know, I, I love, I, I, you know, and I don't know him personally, mm -hmm. but I love the way uh, guys uh, who are super successful, and I, I really tend to watch what they're doing because it's no accident. And I look at guys like Canelo Alvarez. Mm. At the top of his game physically, uh, um, he's at the top of his game emotionally and intellectually, and I and I and I watch him and how he conducts himself, and I have my kids watch him because a lot of kids today aren't looking at their fathers and their mothers or their families uh, for guidance. They're looking at athletes. They're looking at mm. sometimes actors, you know, famous people, yep. and they try to find. You know, I've become pretty good friends with The Rock. And the way Dwayne lives his life yeah. is it's kind of pure. Um, is it perfect? Is he perfect? Of course not. None of us are. But the values that he uh, kind of gives to the world, gives to his fans, are values that I find, you know, very valuable. Yeah. For my so it's, it's guys like that. Again, success is never an accident. So if you find people who are successful in any walk of life, usually they're there because they've done something really special. Mm -hmm. uh, they live their life. That's right. Again, I try to teach my kids to, to follow, not me, to follow people who they find to be interesting and, and let me know why. That's awesome, man. I love that. And I, and I appreciate, you know, from one, just from a dad to another. And I also own, you know, I own a number of schools out here in, in uh, California as well. And they're very different than your traditional school. Our kids are starting businesses and, um, you know, they're kind of leading their own independent journey. So it's a very different sort of thing, but I deal with a lot of uh, parents too. And I try to help as many parents as possible. So from one dad to another, I appreciate a dad leading by example, you know, in that yeah. way too. And pointing, yeah. it's a big deal. We don't have enough dads doing that. No, and, and we have to stick together. Yes, it's sir. like I, uh, uh, I have a good friend of mine, Pete Berg, who's a director, and uh, I trained at his gym at Churchill Boxing. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I was just there with Triple G. It was amazing. Oh, nice, was man. What a stud. And, uh, you know, Pete, Pete's, uh, Pete's a guy who's always seeking out knowledge, but he said something to me recently that, I, I, you know, I like to uh, pass on, and he said, you know, guys in our 50s need to stick together. And I thought... What an interesting thing. I love it. Because fathers, men in their 50s tend to become more isolated as we get older. We have less friends. And it's important for guys like us who are teaching young men. Yep to stay connected to each other. Yes, I love that, man. I was talking to, we had uh, my buddy Uriah Faber um, on not yeah. too long ago, right? And we were talking about a very similar thing, man. Like as we get older, that's what we, we start to see the value in what we've got going on with our kids, but sometimes we'll lose it and get a tunnel vision where that's it and we lose that connection. So we lose the opportunity to, to show our kids something different to other guys that have great values, great morals, right. they're doing big things. And it can just, it just makes us better fathers by having them in our lives too. Absolutely. You That's know? absolutely such, yep. such a big thing. I love that, man. And I love, you know, that that martial arts background, man, is something I first you really came onto my radar with uh, with Fight World. I grew up as a martial artist, too, and, you know, kickboxer and, and had nine fights in the cage. And um, so it was a big part of my life, too. And I love seeing you continue to train and continue to, um, you know, hone your skills and go. It's great. Yeah, it's great. And fight, you know, Fight World was a thing was a I hate to say it's so cliche passion project. But sure. I really have always been enamored by what makes people now, not just men, obviously mm. it's men and women, 
but what makes people want to fight and and what do they get out of it and culturally you know each separate place has their own thing you know with mexico it's boxing with with uh thailand it's muay thai etc etc and you know there's a through line with all of these people and there's several through lines and that's what i was interested in what what makes us all become a community yeah Uh, and and from martial arts it's it's again cliche for a reason but it really is a metaphor for life Mm. and and if you're a martial artist, I believe that you have such a better view of the landscape of life. Oh, man. Um, so could not yeah. could not agree more, sir. All right, young man, I'm gonna allow you to get your hands up there and, and uh, got questions for Mr. Grillo. We're gonna honor his time and we're gonna make sure we stick to it. So we will put them up there. All right, Kaleo, you're up, sir. Mr. Grillo, so um, I was told that you were going to be our mentor this week, and so I did. Uh, a little bit of a little bit of research. I looked into you a little bit, and I, I looked at the list of movies you starred in. And so, sir, I was wondering if you felt at all conflicted for starring in an anti-American Chinese propaganda movie as the ex-Navy SEAL Big Daddy. The movie is called Wolf Warrior, by the way. Yeah, you know, I, I it's a great question. And when I did the movie, it wasn't uh, an anti-American movie by any. <laughs> imagination in fact the reason why i did it was because the russo brothers who produced and directed captain america one and and endgame and endgame uh (laughs) my whole uh my whole team of stunt people uh sam hargrave who was the stunt coordinator who directed the movie extraction uh with hemsworth recently we went over there uh just making a movie that included uh you know a a, a chinese backstory and um when the movies when the movie came out it was incredibly successful in china it made a billion dollars in china wow Uh, some of the dialogue was changed so what you're reading on uh in the subtitles wasn't actually in the script so they did a bait and switch yeah uh, but none of us thought of it as and i wasn't a navy seal i was a, a a mercenary and and i wasn't representing the united states i was a bad guy yeah. and i played and so it's interesting I, there are there are some radical right-wing people who feel like i sold out america and uh i just went to make a buck and and uh, feed my kids yeah. and never indication um, again, that it was a, it, it, first of all, most Chinese movies that are made in China are propaganda. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's propaganda so that the Chinese people will stay uh, loyal to mother China. And that's their politics. It's not my politics. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I've taken a little bit of flack for it. Um but I tried to kill the guy in the movie and I, it, he won. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's so interesting too, how everything gets, you know, overly. And yeah. Brian and I have talked about this too on the, on the things getting politicized and everything we did. He was part of our movie. Uh, I did a movie called No Safe Spaces uh, and about, you know, kind of what's going on in the college scene. And Brian had, you know, a couple speaking parts in there and just talking about the, just the way everything gets politicized at this point. Too. Yeah. It's just, it's a dangerous spot, man, because it just divides. Yeah, and you know, it's look, China's China. I, sure, one movie, sure. Their opinion of America. I'm yes, here sir. to tell you, I was in China for a minute, 
And uh, they don't like America because that's the way they're raised. That's right. They don't like the Dalai Lama. They don't like Taiwan. They don't like the Internet. Right. I mean, but but the Chinese people that are are intelligent uh, know the truth. Yeah. So there's nobody in America that's going to look at that and go, China is better than America. For sure. For sure. <laughs> not. I'm American. I love America. And we, we live in the greatest country on the planet. And I've been to most almost every country in the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's a great question and great the great uh, research. True story. True story. And sir, nothing against you. I just wondered what your uh, you know what what your I guess thought process was. You know what I mean? What you thought on it? Yeah, it was. You know what, brother? It was it was an action movie. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. It read action movie. All my friends went and did it. All my stunt friends. My buddies produced it. Uh, it was just a big action movie. We didn't think about it in any political way. I have no. I am I, I'm not a big fan of, of the Chinese government at all. And uh, I didn't even think of that. I, I really didn't. It never crossed my mind. Nope. Nope. Makes sense. All right, Logan, you're up, sir. Thanks, sir. Thank you so much for coming on the call today. It, it It's honestly kind of unbelievable. I was wondering what separates a Hollywood actor from an average Joe. I was wondering what is sort of the one factor that holds back a lot of people from not achieving their life goals? That's uh, a great question. And I'm gonna give you an answer that will apply to anything, whether you're an actor, whether you wanna be the best insurance salesman, when you, whether you wanna be the best garbage man, whatever it is that you wanna ex excel in, it is perseverance, it is dedication, it is being able to deal with failure, um, because I, so many actor friends of mine who are very talented are not in the business anymore because they couldn't stick it out. Mm. Um, you know, we talk about the championship rounds in a fight when, when you get to the ninth and the 10th and the 11th rounds. And if you're not, if you're not prepared to get to those rounds and get through those rounds, you won't be successful. Right. It's the same thing in, in Hollywood. Mm. If you're not prepared to take all the rejection and the nose and you're believing in yourself, you have to believe in yourself when no one else is going to believe in you. You're not going to make it mm. on, on, on the other side of that. If you do believe in yourself and you work at it and you work at it because nothing beats preparation, somebody's going to see it. I promise. And I'm not saying you're going to be Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio but you'll get your chance, mm -hmm. I'm, I promise you. That's right, yeah, it's that longevity. We talk about, you know, all those, that old adage of like, oh man, you know, businesses all, you know, so many businesses fail, 90% of businesses fail within the first five years or whatever it is, man, and I am I am convinced it's what you're talking about. It's not that all those businesses were bad ideas, it's that it's doing something hard and people quit too early. Too early, man, and That's that is part of the human condition. Yes, sir. When, when it gets tough, you stop. Right. It's natural. It's natural law. If this if I start to breathe too heavy, well, let me stop so I can catch my breath. No, yep. you got to get through that mm. breath. So true. So that realize you have plenty more breath left. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's how you that's how you have to live your life, that's, because it's easy to quit. It's so easy to oh, quit. That's the magic. Yes, sir. Malachi, go for it, sir. Thank you, sir, for being on here. I think. Um, <clears throat> First off, it's really cool to see, you know, like you're a very big actor, you're a very popular guy, but you 
have your head on straight and you're very, um, you know, you're, you're almost a normal seeming guy, you know, you're not intimidating. You're a very nice guy. Um, so my question for you is what do you think is an undervalued trait in today's generation? Loyalty. Ooh. I think loyalty and young men need to understand this. Uh, loyalty is not only undervalued, I think it's been pushed aside. Um, and other things have, have kind of surfaced as being more important traits. I see it with my young boys. Uh, but I, I think, I think having loyalty to towards your family, towards your friends, again, Sometimes you're not always going to agree with each other and you'll be tested, but your loyalty to that person mm -hmm. and that person's loyalty to you, I think is, is I think the most important thing. Mm -hmm. If you are loyal to something or someone and they are back, you can get through anything. And I've, I've been through my life. I'm, I'm in my fifties and I've seen lack of loyalty and, and what that's done in my life. And I've seen, um, um, respecting loyalty and living with loyalty and how that has made my life better. Mm, powerful. Great. That's a fantastic answer. Thank you, sir. You, you, you're welcome. Happy New Year. Beautiful. Aiden Steinbach, go for it, sir. Thank you, Mr. Grillo, for coming on, sir. It really means a lot. So, so I think that anyone with eyes can see that today's entertainment industry skews hard left, to, to say the least. That's probably an understatement. And I think that that's becoming increasingly apparent with the content that's being released. So my, my question to you is this, how does a principled man, a principled man of strong morals, how do you navigate a landscape like that? That is a phenomenal question. Mm -hmm. And you're not wrong. Uh, it has shifted to go way left. And uh, it's, it's a bit scary. Um, and, you know, I, what, what I do is I try really hard not to let other people's opinions of what is going on in the world, of what they think the world should be, or of myself, I, I try not to ever take it personal or let it affect m what I'm going to do. Uh, I do action movies. I do movies where I play a hyper-masculine guy. Do you know what Hollywood does not like right now? Hyper-masculine <laughs> guy. <laughs> So I get all kinds of flack for for doing the things I do. And but, you know, what I realize is aside from these people here who think I should be softer or think I shouldn't say certain things or there's a whole bunch more people out there that go, oh, well, it's a movie. It's a movie that I enjoy. And this is really part of humanity. And it, it's it's my two hours. And I want to see you do that. Mm -hmm. And so what I do is I, I kind of, I ignore that side of it. Yep. And I lean into what I'm enjoyed, what I enjoy doing and what people enjoy seeing me do. And I don't, I'm not getting political about it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not my business if they're political and it's not my business if they try to hurt me because mm -hmm. that happens too. If you don't agree, you're bad. That's right. And we cannot have our children That's right. and young men like these believe that if they are not agreeing with a certain group of people mm. that they're bad That's right. or they're wrong or they have to defend themselves because then we separate our country, mm. this great country of ours. Yep. And that's what I've seen 
the worst thing that's happened is we've separated. Yes. We've separated. We have people that are willing to fight each other in our country because one ideology doesn't believe what the other ideology that's believes. Right. That's, that's this country. This is why we need to go back to the books. Yep. Learn what this country was built on. Yep. That's it. That's freedom. It. Freedom of everything. Most importantly, freedom of speech. That's right. Freedom of ideas. Mm -hmm. Freedom of religion. Freedom of everything. All of a sudden, I'm a communist because I chose to do a movie in China. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it was my free. I, it's my right to go earn a living. That's right. Right. So, so that's how you do it, man. You stick to your guns. Yep. You stick to your guns. And the only problem, I, 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 and I share this with my kids, is never become too radical. Mm. You become radical, you become dangerous mm. because then it's only your opinion. That's right. And I believe that's my my opinion is. Only one opinion is is the wrong is wrong. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's that civil discourse, and I and I've got to give props because Aiden, that's a great question, and 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 it is. And so, and Aiden is you're a prime example of how we do on these. Because so we'll go through Socratic conversations on these calls, and what you see is young men that are in all different cultures, all different religions. You guys are all over the world, and then you have these civil discussions. And Aiden's bringing his side, and then Aditya will come on and bring his side, and you guys don't always agree, but you do so so respectfully and you still walk away friends that is the fabric of everything we need to do that is the that is great advice and it's yeah. not given and and i'm going to tell you something it's great to see principled young men like this because i live in a town where everybody's kind of flighty yes sir right it's all about appearance yes sir and it's and by, and by the way most people aren't even educated about the things they're talking about true story you know what they Hear, they hear something or or you know they, they they watch their favorite podcast and that guy is telling them something and they just spew it yep. right they don't do the research they don't educate themselves mm. and their parents aren't making them be educated mm. they're just continuing this this babble that's right and so it's good to see men young men who are doing the work who understand what it is to be principled mm. because that's that's paramount yes sir without you have nothing so true gosh so good so good all right guys we have a, just a few minutes left here so will graves go for it sir thank you for coming on sir it means a lot um my question is what is one trait that you think every man should have uh well the one i said was was uh loyalty mm -hmm. the the other trait i think every man should have is honesty mm -hmm. i think and sometimes it's not so easy to be honest. And I understand that as, as a man, as a young man, sometimes it's easier to not tell the truth. And it might feel in the moment that that's kind of satisfied and created a safety for you because that's why people lie. They, 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 want, to, they want to be safe. Uh, and sometimes if you tell a lie in the moment, it creates uh, a wall. It creates a safety for you. But I'm here to tell you in the end, that lie will deteriorate your the fabric of who you are. And I know we all lie at times. We all tell white lies. We all tell fibs sometimes. Uh, I got three sons who are constantly lying to me, so I know. <laughs> um, but but as we get older, as you guys get older and, and, and you start to become men, Tell the truth. Yes. Tell yeah. the truth, no matter how difficult it is. Mm. If you screwed up some way, tell the truth. Man. And 
again, it's a cliche because it's true. That's right. The truth will set you free. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, it's much easier to deal in the moment with something that is uncomfortable than to lie about it and have to deal with it later on. That's right. Uh, so loyalty and honesty are two very important things. Mm. So good, man. Yeah, there's a... Uh... We got 11 rules in our house. Number one is be honest, and it goes more than just being honest with everybody else. It's also being honest with yourself too, right? And and being honest about your shortcomings and the things you do offer and what you do know and what you don't know, and you know, and, and all of that too, man. So, yep. gosh, beautiful, beautifully said, guys. We got about three minutes here. Uh, let's see, Paul, you're up, sir. Thank you, sir, and thank you for coming on. I have two questions, actually. Uh, let me pull them up in my notes. The first question is, what is your opinion on cancel culture? Wow, that is a great mm. question. And I love that. I love that you even can you see me? Did yes, I sir. lose you? Oh, we got you. I love that you even know what cancel culture is. I have to tell you something as a person who's in a business where you are uh, every day being baited to be canceled. Mm. I got to tell you, I've, I've, I think it's horrible. I, I mean, you know, if a person is out there doing something wrong, a person who is famous or, or has, is in a position of power and is doing is abusing that power. I think it's, it's, it's what, what we should do is get rid of them. Right. Um, and we've seen that we've seen some of that happen and it's healthy and it's, and it's good to purge our society of people who are abusing power. But what I've seen what I've seen, and we've, we have mutual friends who have, people have attempted to cancel mm -hmm. based on hearsay. Yep. It is one of the most dangerous, corrosive things that is happening in our society today. And I think it's up to us to fight back. Mm -hmm. and, and again, you know, people make mistakes, not every mistake. In fact, 98% of mistakes shouldn't cancel people's lives, shouldn't create problems with supporting families, shouldn't shouldn't destroy careers that have taken decades to build. Um, it is irresponsible to just blindly cancel people because someone says they did something wrong. Yes, this, again, go back to the beginning of our country and 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 you know the, the you're you're innocent until proven guilty. That's right. So, if that happens, if you go to court and you're proven guilty, you have to serve your time. You have to do your thing. What's happening with cancel culture should be stopped. It should be stopped, eradicated. True story. Great question. Thank you, sir. And uh, my next question is, what is your opinion on that whole Alec Baldwin shenanigan? <laughs> and it is a shenanigan. Uh, you know, I'm here to tell you, I've handled a lot of weapons in a lot of movies. Mm. I think I've done 60 some odd movies. I think 58 of them, I've had a gun. Yeah. <laughs> No, the, the, the rule of thumb is uh, anytime you hold a weapon in your hand, you pretend it's it's loaded mm -hmm. with with live ammunition. If every single time but after every take and I don't know if you guys know about the movie business, but one one scene might take 30 takes. And so that's 30 times you stop and start again. Every single time that weapon should be checked, mm. right? You should never point a weapon at anybody unless you plan on killing them. And that goes for the movies too. Mm. Um, so the, 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 the fact is there's a lot of people that are negligent. Uh, I think there's probably one or two of them, not Alec Baldwin, that are criminally negligent. Sure. And Alec Baldwin made a terrible error. It wasn't his fault. 
uh, he could have been one of the people to prevent it. And uh, it's, a, it's a tragedy that should never, ever, ever happen again. Indeed. Indeed. Good question. Thank you, Thank Paul. you sir. These uh, are great, great questions. My brother, I want to uh, – I know – I have to tell you, brother, I, you know, unfortunately, I've got to bring I my kids to other, but I'm available uh, anytime. I mean, if you guys, you know, ever need anybody to talk to, uh, you know, I love talking to young men like this. I think it's amazing what you're doing. I think it's important. I think it's mm. critical to the, to, to this, for, for our country to be successful and to continue on being the great United States of America. We need young men like this who are principled and moral and understand their responsibility. Yes, sir. I agree. And so grateful for you, man. Grateful for the 30 minutes. I got to say the best troll I got all year from somebody on social was, hey, you're like uh, Frank Grillo and Mel Gibson had a baby, but uglier. And I took it as a compliment because I think you're a phenomenal human. Um, and I'm just so grateful for you, man. So I, wish I got something I want to send to you later, but so grateful for your time. You guys give a big thank you to Mr. Grillo. Uh, thank, thank, you, sir. Sir. Thank, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Happy New Year. God bless you, brother. I appreciate you. There you go, man. Down to earth. Super good guy. Um, this is the part where I would normally go, hey, here's where you can go follow him and check him out. But if you can't figure out how to find Frank Grillo, um, you know, there may be some other things that you need to take care of. So go check him out. Um, give him some support for being such a good human being uh, over everything else. And speaking of good human beings, thank you for being a good human being. Thank you for leading the young people in your life. Thank you for listening to The Essential 11 and letting people know what we have going on here at Acton, at Apogee Strong, and all those other good things where we get to pour into young humans. Hope you guys have a great day. See ya.